Hello, beautiful soul. So this video is going to be about Karen in Virgo in the sixth house. And this is my fifth time that I'm trying to record this video. So please bear with me. I have also bullet points because I definitely need to get over this video today, right now, because this is the fifth time that I am recording this video. And honestly, the energy of Virgo just took over and the perfectionism just kick my butt because I never record more than once and maybe sometimes a couple of times if it, if it was really bad but this is the fifth time that I am trying to record this video so please bear with me as I go through this video so definitely Virgo's energy took over Karen in Virgo and if you haven't seen the introduction to this series I recommend that you do that because we are going to talk about Karen the winded healer the wounded healer in Virgo, in the sixth house, the sixth house is ruled by Virgo. So we're going to just use Virgo in the sixth house for this video so that you understand what does it mean to have Karen in Virgo. And then depending on which house you have it, you can put two and two together. So Karen in Virgo is the wounds of the body, wounds of perfection, wounds of feeling a little incomplete, impure maybe, and having to feel um, like something might be wrong with your body in terms of health or that you are actually having health issues that you have carried for multiple lives. So, and we're going to go over that real quick just so that you understand. So Virgos, the energy of Virgos is about value, routine, work, life balance, service to others, having... Um, like I said, they have, the sis house rules the health. So these people may have a lot of allergies, issues with health. Maybe they even are afraid of blood um, or just having fears that, oh my God, I'm going to get sick or something like that. Or having some type of issues with the work-life balance. So a lot of traumas that have to do with service, being of service to other, or maybe feeling like your body isn't perfect, uh, having to do surgeries to look beautiful because you feel like something is not, it's not perfect within you. So you want to fix it. So in terms of, in terms of the traumas that you carry, you might be carrying this from childhood. Maybe you have parents that made you feel like you were not beautiful enough. Maybe they didn't give you, uh, enough validation about how you looked. Um, maybe you were in in some type of activity like ballet or modeling that made you feel less than when comparing yourself to others instead of the physical. Also, there might be that thought that says something is wrong with me. I feel like I am not pure, like I am not pure enough or I don't feel complete, like there is a little dot that is missing, that is black and everything else is beautiful, but there is that little dot. Maybe you even have, tend to have stains in your clothes because there is always something that comes and stains your clothes. So consider all of these things when we're talking about Karen in Virgo and the wounds and what does that mean for you? That little stain may be represented about a continuous reminder that you are not 100% pure and that drags with you. It is almost subtle in the way that creates a lot of damage so unconsciously. So when you think about current in Leo and feeling incomplete, it's like there is something within me that doesn't feel 100% and I just don't know what it is. It's very hidden. 
from your reality so that it really requires a lot of contemplation for you to understand what is it that doesn't feel complete. And you might probably not feel complete if you're not in service to other, when you don't have work-life balance, maybe you're a workaholic, maybe you do too much for your people, for your family and friends that you take it too far and you forget about yourself. There are no boundaries. There are no healthy boundaries there, right? So you want to consider these things when you're thinking about caring in Leo, in Virgo. I don't know why I keep thinking of Leo. Um, so before I go over any anything else, I want to go over some of the programmings that come with caring in Virgo so that you can understand. I mean, this just came out of nowhere, so I have no idea where it's coming from right now. But I'm thinking about um, paternos, Athenas, paternos, Athenas, or paternos, whatever you pronounce that, Athena, which is a triple aspect of the virgin in Greek mythology, where incorporates, which incorporates altermins. Remember, she was a chafe chifter, so Virgos are very good at chafe chifting. She's the goddess of hunt. She was, she swore to never marry. So she really was the goddess of chastity and healing, right? Like natural healers. So she dealt with a lot of disease. This is one of the programs that Virgo come with, having issues with disease, healing, but sometimes having to overcome those issues first so that they can then help other people. And then the other aspect of the triple goddess of paternal Athena was Athena herself. So Athena was that energy of wisdom, courage. In, like she created things like things to fight in uh, uh, different wars and like even chips and stuff like that. So these people tend to be very practical. They do things that are going to get the job done and they know how to be strategic, how to win battles before they even become battles. So Virgos are very courageous warrior, physical warrior, like energy, like I got this. And then from the triple aspect of a Paternas Athena, you have Hestia, and Hestia was the goddess of home, family, state planning, right? Like state planning and taking care of the family in general. So you have those triple aspects that are really good representation of what Karen and Virgo and Virgo energy represent. So consider what does it mean to be the chief chifter, to be the one that is always gathering and hunting and taking care of the family and these people with Karen and Virgo are going to have sensuality challenges too because they're virgin. They're coming into their sensuality. Who are they when they embrace that sensuality? They're also taking care of the family. They're also fighting for what they believe is right. So you have a lot of energy here that is really beautiful, but requires a lot of strength, inner strength, physical strength. So you tend to have those programming, though that archetype of what it means to be the triple virgin goddess um, of the paternas Athena. And I don't know if that's true. That's just coming through, guys. So take it for what it is. But also there is another story that I, a myth that I want to uh, remind you of because I think a lot of people don't associate this with Virgo. But I can definitely see some really cool, interesting, and I don't know why a lot of masculine energy is coming through when I'm talking about Virgo and, and Karen in Virgo and the wounds, like a lot of masculine energy. And it reminds me of a story, one of the stories from Korean mythology about another minor goddess 
paternos. Same thing, paternal Satina, but this one was supposed to be a minor goddess. And she was the daughter of a very um, like serious, um, angry God. And something happened with one of her siblings that she got pregnant with Apollo and the father got really angry and embarrassed and shame that his daughter was pregnant with someone that he didn't know who was the father. He didn't know it was Apollo. So apparently he gets so angry. He puts her in a bus and throw her in the river and the other sisters, paternals and he and her sister sees what the father does to her um, sister and says, oh shit, I cannot, you know, I cannot do anything like that. I have to walk a very straight line. So one day the father goes away with the mother and says, you know, you, I'm going to leave you, but there knows, and your sister in charge of this very priceless wine or something. It was some type of material thing. And please take care of it. So, but there knows, falls asleep with, it, with her sister. And again, he's coming with a very masculine energy. So she falls asleep, the wine spills or something like that. And they freak out and they jump off a cliff because they don't want it, uh, they don't want to confront the father. They don't want to receive the anger and the rage from the father. So they decide to jump off a cliff and Apollo finds out and rescues them and they move on to other towns and become minor goddesses or princesses. So the, here we have the energy of the masculine energy coming through very strongly, thinking I cannot disappoint my father or I cannot disappoint my lover or I need my lover to be perfect like Apollo, right? So you have the masculine energy coming through very strongly that, and it's reminding me of like Karen Virgo, these people want profession. So what happened with, they don't find profession is that they're always gonna keep looking for the perfect masculine energy. And sometimes a lot of that masculine energy could be also coming from you because right now I'm also remembering like Isis story, which is the archetype of the virgin too. And Virgo is the virgin in, in Latin. So Virgo constellation um, comes from, I think it comes from the name, don't call me on that, it comes from the Latin virgin. So anyways, uh, or paternals in Greek means virgin too. So anyway, so Isis as the archetype of the virgin had Horus and when she had Horus, she didn't have a man because Seth has had killed Osiris. So not only the Osiris had to pull together the pieces of um, Isis had to pull the pieces of Osiris together to make him back and heal him, which is the masculine energy that she had to heal. But also it could be representative of herself, how she had to embrace the masculine energy and heal the masculine energy in order to have um, in order to have Horace, right? I mean, I, I could be making this up. I don't know how the story goes 100%. So anyways, um, when you think about even Isis and having a child without a man, but having to restore the husband, the masculine energy, we can get a sneak peek of what it means to work with the energy of Virgo and having to repair what is our perception of perfection of the masculine energy. So repairing that within ourselves and with what we expect from others, right? So let's consider that for a moment, even though it's very far-fetched, I understand, but just play with me for a little bit because I, I'm having fun having to do this for the fifth time already, okay? So when we think about the, the masculine 
energy, the archetype of the masculine energy can also be healing father wounds from childhood and other past lives, right? So let's consider that. But one of the things also that we have to keep in mind is the virgin archetype is that energy of awakening, awakening to our own self, awakening to our sexual desires, spiritual and physical expression, what it means to be us here now, right? So when you think about the triple goddess, goddess archetype of Artemis, Athena, and Hestia, or Paternos as a man or goddess, goddess, or Isis, what does that mean for you? What, where do you see your programmings within those archetypes that can help you figure out deeper, deeper programs that you haven't considered before when you study these people, which is why I'm sharing those names so that you can go and research and see where you see that you are following the same archetype, the same programming, the same um, challenges that these people experience, right? Even though it's myth, there is a lot of wisdom in those myths about who was Athena, who was Artemis, who was Paternos, who was Hestia, who was Isis, and what does it mean to have to put together, you know, Isis had to, to get away from Seth in order not to be, um, to conceive um, Horus, right? So she had to get away from from Seth in order to allow something else to grow from her. So uh, what have you done in your life that may be similar, right? So consider that for a second. I also want to invite you to consider that Virgos in general, these people are the embodiment of health. So these people might be really healthy or very sick or have a lot of allergies. They might even be afraid of blood because maybe in past life they had to deal with a lot of blood. Maybe they are um, inclined to go into medicine because they have wounds where they needed to be um, saved. So now they wanna be the one that are the saviors. So consider all of this. Also a lot of, balance with work and life is key here. So you might have a lot of wounds where at work, you might be an overachiever because that's where you put all of your value in. Or you might be underachiever because you don't think you can. So it depends how your wounds are coming through. Obviously, if it's not in balance, it's because it's too little or too much. If it's in balance, it's because you're already healing through this. So consider what are the challenges that you experience with work or business partnerships in regards to how you're treated in a work-life environment or how are people putting a lot of pressure on you at home because you're supposed to be the savior. You're supposed to be the one that knows better, right? So you might have a lot of issues with um, siblings or having to be the one responsible for your siblings. Maybe your parents told you at a very early age that you had to take care of the kids while they worked or you had to be the one, maybe you were the first child or the one that was most mature mature in order for you to help the other siblings to, to survive because parents were not there. So however it is showing up within your life, just consider what challenges have arise, what blockages have arise from you having to be the one you know, like, do you, and let me give you an example. For example, someone that had to be very responsible might feel like they cannot 
take a break. They might always have to be doing something. They have checklists and if something is wrong and they don't accomplish that checklist, it's like, oh my God, I did the worst thing today. I didn't do anything. I didn't get anything accomplished. So you want to think about those things, right? Emotional, um, mental, physical, wellness, wellness, like what happens when I don't do this? Because they have that perfectionism that requires them to want to have everything perfect. So if you're not in balance, obviously you're not going to feel good, right? So these people with carrying Virgo also have a lot of fermentation within their soul that they need to put back together. And that's when they go through the purification process. So which is basically that energy of, okay, in childhood, I experienced all of these things. The problem is that they cannot find those things themselves. They need help because they're so in it that they don't see what is missing or what needed to be different in order for them to feel better now. So it's a lot of hidden things that they cannot see themselves about their traumas and wounds that they need to work through. So I was trying to see if I can give you an example, but nothing is coming up. So with a hinder uh, with a wounded healer in Virgo, you're definitely going to have health issues or being worried about health issues, even when you don't have any issues at all. So you will, you might be making up issues in your mind or trying to prevent issues that are not even an issue yet, or they will not be an issue yet. You might have a lot of allergies to chemicals, foods, environment, and so on. So, and one of the biggest thing is the profession the profession issues cause obsessive challenges, not only with cleanliness and like having to have everything orderly, but also with people. So you might be discriminating unknowingly against people, places, things, or judging, just judging um, and having wanting to have everything be your way. So you could be very demanding um, if you're not in balance. So yeah, if you're not in balance, you're going to have definitely all of those issues. So if you are having issues with work, what's going to happen is that even if it's with businesses, you're going to feel like maybe when your partners talk to you or your boss, they're doing it and you may feel like they're judging you. Maybe even if you're just one thing that you forgot and they mention it, you might you might think that they're criticizing you, that they're putting you down. Or it could be that you are the boss and you are overly critical and you want everything to be perfect. So nobody wants to work with you because it's just too much and it can become very annoying. So these people with Caroline Virgo, they're natural healers. They really are natural healers. They might go towards traditional medical practices um they're very good at analyzing and rationalizing they have a lot of obviously their earth energy so they have a lot of practicality they're rational people they like they can make things complicated seem easy to understand and they can they can um work through the chaos very well and organize in a way that other people might not be able to so they're very natural are just being really practical and rational and making things like common sense. Like you might be thinking about a very complicated concept and a Virgo will be like, oh, this is what you mean. And it's like, yeah, how did, how, how did you put that together so quickly? And it's just because they're so natural at it. So 
that's very good, but at the same time, you know, it, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. So if you have carrying Virgo, core wounds definitely going to be affecting your physical places, your physical health. Um, it's, it's going to be affecting your healthy boundaries. You're going to be looking for profession and there is nothing perfect, right? You're going to be expecting profession from your partners, whether it is romantic families and so on, friends. And that's not going to happen. So you're going to feel sometimes a little alienated because, or isolated from others because they don't understand where you're coming from and you don't understand where they're coming from. So being able to be okay with not having everything to be perfect, like is key and healing that through acceptance of yourself and others is going to be key. Understanding that nobody's going to be perfect, you know, not even your romantic partners are going to be perfect. And being okay with that is hugely important for those with um, Karen and Virgo. It's just, you know, you got to know your limits. You got to respect your and have healthy boundaries with yourself and others, right? So also with diet or thinking my body's not perfect, like you got to be okay with you being a little overweight or being too skinny or having a big nose or whatever it is. Like a lot of these people might be, overly judging of themselves to the point that they they might seek um cosmetic surgeries so that's what i'm going to say about that because anyways so when you think about these people with karen virgo if they're not in service they're going to feel like they're feeling a little empty bored unsatisfied and they're going to think it's because they need to do more so they might be really really workaholics or just doing way too much for people that they love and care for I think, um, what else do I want to say? I think I, I want to move on real quick to what they bring forward because um, I don't think a lot of people realize that those with Karen and Virgo are going to, they're intense people. These people are intense and that's why they can be a little judgy because they expect something that sometimes they're not, most of the time they're not going to get. But th that's also a good thing because they're so intense and they have so much wisdom of the unknown that, but they're not crazy about the unknown like some other people are, like those with Scorpio or Pisces. So these people are going to be more practical. Like they're channeling information naturally, picking up information. They know things that you, you're like, whoa, how did you even? And the beautiful thing about that is that they can become great mentors and coaches, empowerment um, gurus. They can be very assertive so they can help people that are feeling mimicky to feel like really empowered and assertive about themselves, about the outcomes or of, you know, like physical uh, fitness or nutritional coaches. And, you know, like those people that are very practical and like checklist, checklist, count your calories and do these and do 30 pumps or whatever you call those. And that's more on the physical, but those people that are more spiritual, they have a powerful vision to see. And even if, if they're not spiritual, like some of us are, they just have a powerful vision to see ahead. And you're like, how did you even, like how? And the, it's just because they have so much wisdom within them that they can see ahead, even when they don't consider themselves sensitive or empaths or psychics or mediums. They just know things that it's like, mm, you have to have some gifts because they see beyond. They really do see beyond. And it's just natural to them. They like, they are, 
they can tap in to the astral realms without them knowing and see the chaos, organize it and understand it. So very beautiful energy. Another beautiful gift that these people carry that they might not even never know about is, and this will require some training, is that they, you know how some people speak light language and tongue language? Well, and you need someone to decipher because normally the person speaking, even in the Bible, it says so, the person speaking the language is not going to be the same one deciphering and translating the languages. People with Karen in Virgo are going to have that gift that they can actually learn to translate the language into the language that we speak now. So, because they can tap into the energy and decipher the message. So with a little bit of training, they can decipher different tongue languages, ancient languages, or light languages, which is beautiful, beautiful um, gift that I think they have. That's one of my most favorite because I think it's something that a lot of people don't know about. Um, besides that, I think a lot of Virgos are going to be good with anything that is in this reality, like, or even like life mediators, life coaches, empowerment coaches, and people that need to give advice because they're so practical. They're going to be pulled, they're going to be putting things into tasks that are going to make sense, into routines that are going to make sense and will give you results, right? Because it's all about the results at the end of the day. So, powerful intuition, obviously, they can see and sense things that other people might not be able to. And I think I'm going to leave it here because I think this video, honestly, this was my fifth time trying to record this and it's been a long day. Let me, let me put it like that. And I, this is the second day that I'm trying to record this video. So hopefully I feel a little better about this today. So I think I'm going to post this one. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you.